Hello, everyone. Welcome to 40 Years to Freedom Podcast. You're listening to Jen and the lovely Anna V. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing tonight, babe? I'm so excited about this topic. I am, too. We kind of talked about it for just a second last week, but tonight's topic literally is my favorite topic in the world. When people talk about, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, music, live music, listen to music, and all of the above. So we are going to talk about... Pet drink beer, listen to music. <laughs> I could do with all the rest of it. Like, I just need music in my life every day. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what you're listening to, what heals your soul, the songs that you play on repeat on a regular basis for whatever reason. I think I could pinpoint every part of my life to either an album or a song. Every single thing. Oh, yeah. For sure. If I think about my childhood and I think about my dad, I think about bands like Yes or the Doobie Brothers or Moody Blues. When I think about my mom growing up, like we had this one moment where we would share... Um, we would always go to Ventura Beach, and there was this awesome place called Duke's that was on the beach, and we would get this one meal that we loved, and they had jukebox there, and on the jukebox, there was um, No Woman, No Cry by Bob Marley, and me and my mom would play that song over and over and over again, so every time I think about my mom, I think about that song. I mean, I could go on and on. Well, we traveled so much with the horses and things. So all of my memories with my kids, we always play music and we never really watched TV. When JC was still home before college, we had a dance party every night in the kitchen (laughs) while I cooked dinner. I mean, it was so much fun growing up with just girls in the house, Yeah, you know? And so um, when I think about my childhood, I remember Barely, like not full memories, but glimpses of being really young and my family at like street dances because I'm from the South, right? So they like close off the streets, put the, the hay bales out and some band plays and everybody just took over town. And I can we remember call that a block like, party here. Okay, well, that <laughs> would be like old school country music, things you don't know. Like the Oak Ridge Boys and Don Williams and cool stuff like that. But (laughs) so, um, yeah, and I remember going to see um, Barbara Mandrell, I think. Uh, And she, like, kissed my dad on the cheek or something. It was just so hilarious, you know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so things like that. And then when JC was really little, the first trip she went with me to Nashville, she we went to Opry. And she got to see the Oak Ridge Boys and, like, little Jimmy Dickens. Like, things like that are a big deal. I also um, come from a dancing family. So we played music all the time growing up. And my grandparents could jitterbug and chag and swing. And, like, they could do everything. So that was really fun. So if all the family ended up together, randomly they just pushed back all the furniture. Like, all the windows would come up and somebody would crank up tunes and Elvis and just, like, old stuff. My mom listened to oldies. So it was like Fox 97. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And so I learned like the beach music oldie stuff. Um, Which is the best. Yeah. The I mean, that's the best. so good. And, and then I feel like nobody can touch those anymore. So people try to remake songs and all this new stuff coming out. Like, 
it's just not the it's same not but i also have like a huge southern gospel background too and my grandparents would take me to singings on like the saturday night singing and that was so much fun to have that like those old hymns and stuff because nobody really sings those anymore so i think that that's really cool just because of the like that's real music like the harmonies just i mean it was just pure like angelic voices and stuff so yeah i mean that was growing up oh my gosh which was so crazy because we on our last trip to nashville ended up at a tribute to keith whitley not planned it just happened to be the same place we were so the the isaacs were there singing and we're in the palace and all of a sudden this gospel group comes out that i grew up listening to and the whole place just like changed and it was so cool I mean, the place was packed shoulder to shoulder non-empty seat in the house and the isaacs come out there and then the next night they were at the opry so i got to see this southern gospel group that was such a big deal to my childhood my grandparents played their music all the time in the house and then i got to see them at the palace and at the opry and i told chad i'm like we're not leaving until i get to see the isaacs and he was like okay (laughs) and i'm like you don't even understand so i'm like videoing and sending to my grandmother who's like 84 i'm like look at this granny i'm at the opry with the isaacs (laughs) so that was really cool but um i wouldn't say like i love a bunch of new stuff that we're going to talk about but old country, like the classic gold stuff is where, that's where my heart is. So my heart is going to live in two different genres. So I had this conversation with my son last night because <laughs> I knew we were going to podcast about it. And so I asked Gavin in the car, like, cause I have like, you break up with a boy. There's a song that goes with that. You get in a fight with somebody. There's a song that goes with that. You have a great day. There's a song that goes with that. Like my whole life, there's a song that goes with everything. So I asked my son, when you're in a bad spot, because my favorite thing to do when I am just not having a good day is go and throw some great tunes on and cook in the kitchen and just kind of do my own thing. That is my favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I asked Gavin, you know, like when you're in a bad mood or you're feeling down, tell me what's your go-to favorite. Like if you were going to throw it on your little Alexa, what's the favorite album that you would listen to or what's the favorite song and he had to think about it for a second and this is so gavin he's like honestly anything bruno mars and i like this kid he loves bruno mars i have to get him to a bruno mars show one day but he knows every word to every song he sings it at the top of his lungs in the shower in the car in his bedroom like it's just It's just adorable, actually. And I just love it. (laughs) He is adorable, though. So I asked him, and I probably even still have on my phone, like, old videos that I would, like, go up to the bathroom door, and he'd be in the shower belting out Bruno Mars on a regular basis. So um, I asked him, I said, okay, so when you think about me, what do you think about? And he was just like, hmm, well, I can't really pick one song, but I could pick a genre. And I'm like, okay. And he's all 90s hip hop. And I'm like, God, I love you, son. Because that's true. Because it's either, it really depends on my mood. It's going to go one of two ways. It's going to go to classic rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to go to classic hip hop. Like 90s hip hop. Uh, okay, so 90s jams. was our era. Yes. 
So I do but have I still a little bit of to that. It. I, I still listen well, to it. There's nothing that compares to it on that. Nothing. In that genre, yes. nothing compares to the 90s. Which I could say the same just about with country music too. But um, so I was just a redneck barn kid during the 90s, right? But I lo- I still loved that. But I don't know it like I know country. See, and like I'm I the couldn't. Ops. Well, I mean, look where you're I don't know. Up. I don't know any. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know any 90s country, but hey. Well, you're missing out because that would be like George Strait right? King. And I'm like, you want to go battle with some Easy e Because I got you, girl. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I probably don't know the actual singer, but I could, kn- I would know it if I heard it kind of thing. But it does change the mood for sure. And when we're in the truck all the time, like it's fun to switch up genres. I was, it was funny because I was driving, um, <laughs> Chad's daughter home the other day from school and a song came on the radio and it blows my mind now because of the way that we all get music, right? Cause it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different from when you and I grew up. Right. I started out with little 45 records and then I moved to cassettes. And then I remember I was like 11 years old when I got a CD player and everything moved to CDs. And I could tell you right now to this very day, I probably own over 3000 CDs still to this I day. I got rid of them. I don't have anything to, I'm not going to get rid of them because some of these albums are golden, but I don't have anything I could play it on. Literally nothing in my house plays CDs. And so that's kind of sad to me, but we're in the car and Alyssa's singing and she knew every word to the song and it just blew my mind. And I'm like, how do you know all the words? I said, because when I was growing up, you had to pull out the lyrics out of a cassette tape. Oh my or God, you, no had to pull, <laughs> you had to pull out the lyrics out of a CD cover yes. and read them and memorize them. And I'm like, you guys don't have that option anymore. She's like, you just memorize it. And I'm like, you just pull up lyrics.com or whatever that is. <laughs> Makes it so Full easy. Lyrics.com, I, I remember the struggle of having to record because I wouldn't have a certain album or whatever. Top 10. And and, and you would record with on the tape player yes. on your stereo and then you'd like have to stand there and wait because you knew the DJ's like yes, part yes, was coming yes, up in yes. commercials so you could hit stop <laughs> and then you'd have to sit there and wait and then hit record again to keep going on. Like the struggle was real. Okay. I missed those days. I was like what 10? And I had the three foot stereo system with the big speakers and the yeah. record player on top. Yeah. I remember I had a Ronnie Millsap record that I listened to <laughs> over and over and over, which Jen's like, who I the heck is that. Ronnie Millsap? <laughs> I'm all laughing. I'm all, oh, yeah. I wish y'all could see her I, face. I don't, I don't She's know looking at me like, um, yeah, just keep talking and maybe I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, we would do that. Play. We would record the country countdown. Miranda Lambert sings about it. Remember, you need to listen to Miranda Lambert. She's where it's at. Okay. That's probably her new album, Palomino, is my go-to right now. Um, But every hard time in my life, I would say Miranda Lambert's got me through that for sure. There, She just has so many great songs of just reality. Um, So that would be one country well, countdown i actually had on the white tape with the little white sticky that you had to get lined up so perfect and then you had to write it all nice oh with like gosh. your handwriting so it looked no, cool your colored bic pens was so cute never never traded i did have one like, country cd growing up okay please tell me what this is 
Deanna Carter Strawberry Wine. Yes. And I knew all the lyrics <laughs> to that song because my sister liked it and I found I found it at a garage sale for like 50 cents or something like that. And I still have it. I literally I still have it. So, you want to sing some Strawberry Wine I'm your girl. Oh. Or the did I shave my legs for this? And like how many times <laughs> is that? A song like I was just like, well, pretty much that's my life, Deanna. You got it right on the money. I tell you what though, Shania Twain was so big there yep. back then too because we say this all the time and I played high school basketball and so our whole run out was we got lined up and then it said let's go girls yes. and I like busted through yeah. the door and we all came running out like we were rock stars so in this I, small town Georgia nobody came to watch nobody would watch the girls play except for our mamas you know <laughs> but well, we were cool <laughs> because you had a great entrance song and I think that's a whole other thing right it gets people going gets yeah. people pumped for things same thing like this weekend was my best friend's bachelorette party and um all of my videos on my stories were like one of two songs it was like shania twain let's go girls and i must have said that like 30 times this weekend like let's go girls. you said like, it like 10 times it. today <laughs> or the other ones is shots by lmfao because that's like a go-to song right when you're at the bar shots 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 mm-hmm. shots not for you, but I've never hung out of bars, Jen. You know that. I didn't hang out with bars until you drugged me there. Oh my gosh. No, well. until until I followed Chad watching these bands, I never did. Like our my high school hangouts at somebody's barn was the same as my adult hangouts at somebody's barn. It was either <laughs> me riding late at night or me watching my kids ride. And so it is it is crazy to like live a whole new life that I was like, oh, this is what everybody else did. <laughs> well, me growing up down in Los Angeles, I can tell you my first concert, my first concert, and I think concerts should maybe even be a different subject, so I don't want to get deep into this, but my first concert was Bob Dylan and the Grateful Dead, and I was eight years old. <laughs> Your mom? I was eight years old, and it wasn't just my mom. It was my mom and my dad. It was my uncle, my aunt, my cousins. It was my whole family, because part of my family used to kind of like go see the dead. They were all like obsessed with the Grateful Dead back in the day. Come from a bunch of hippies, so... Like, that was my very first concert. And I have pictures of me standing out in front of the events at, like, wherever it was in Anaheim. The field is dirt. The cars are literally, like, you laugh when you look at the cars because they're all, like, from the 70s. And I have this long pink skirt on and this tie-dye shirt. And I'm just running around in circles with my mullet haircut, like, having the time of my life. And I had no idea, like... I mean, people are going to argue this, that, you know, really what the Grateful Dead stood for. But I thought it was just for, like, folk music. Like, that's, to me, the Grateful Dead. I wasn't really rock and roll. It was, like, folk music that people would gather at these concerts. And from there, it was just, like, balls to the wall. Let's go. Because that time period was one of the greatest, to me, in my eyes, musical decades around. So we went straight from rock and roll to disco to now we have like 80s music which some people say was the worst but to me that started a whole different kind of rock and roll and that (laughs) was like hair bands at its finest and me being in los angeles and growing up in southern california that was it (laughs) it wasn't me that was my everyday life i was 13 years old hanging out on sunset strip and going to these clubs whiskey a go-go um Gosh, now I can't even think of the name of it. All of them. But like, 
far too young of an age to be hanging down there but that was my whole life like everybody i was around one of my girlfriends the whole reason we were 12 13 years old hanging out whiskey was because her dad managed like a hair band and i was part of all of that growing up so i went from listening to literally santana the rolling stones led zeppelin to all of a sudden skid row and motley Crue and guns and roads because that was such a huge part of my life living Mm -hmm. down there so I think I lived through some of the greatest, greatest moments in history when it comes to music. Cause then it went straight and I'll never forget the day that it happened. Cause I was straight headbanger, flannel around my waist, wearing Doc Martens, jean shorts and tights, like with band t-shirts on, went straight from that to overnight. One album changed my life and it was, um, Oh man, now I'm going to have to think about it. But <clears throat> it was uh, Easy E. It was the rapper, Easy E. So it was his album, and it literally went from me listening to metal music to straight hip hop because it was like, again, another phenomenon with mm-hmm. music. And it was with the so whole good when it first started. Yeah, yeah. It was so good then. It was so good. But I went, like, it was like, flipping a switch Mm -hmm. like i metal shirts and and flannels to baggy pants and i had flannels in my wranglers yeah but i didn't (laughs) i I wore them in a different kind of different look but it was like instantly going from one to the complete opposite of the spectrum and i lived for it like i lived for it and i would see amazing concerts and amazing bands and music was always part of everything of my life like i literally can think about it and pinpoint what was song was playing on the radio or what album i was listening to when this happened or when me and so and so broke up the tom petty free song playing with me and my best friend (laughs) holding the speakers up to the window as he walks down the street (laughs) and we're like and i'm free like every moment i could pinpoint to a song to an album to a moment that pertains music every moment yeah well yeah i was totally on the opposite spectrum of um playlist with country for sure and let's see iconic moments would be oh my gosh like the george Strait stuff for basketball camp when we would go to basketball camp and we didn't have any tvs and we're staying in some terrible dorm at some college with no air conditioning and we spent our entire summer there because i grew up playing ball and i had that's just what we did and so we played a ton of music because that was all we had yeah that's all we we had the dances brooks and dunn came out and chattahoochee with all the line dancing just started Mm -hmm. so we learned all the line dancing for um all those and let's see dina carter was huge then my first concert was about the same age around eight and I got tickets for my mama to go see the Judds at the Fox Aww, Theater. I love Winona. Downtown um, Atlanta. And I took one of my basketball besties, Kathy Grizzle. We went to our first concert to go see the Judds. And it was so amazing. And so, so funny is a girl that um, was in high school she was driving and she ended up being like my adopted kid when jc was in elementary school so she was driving jc around one day and she was like 
Josie Mae, do you know the Judds? Her name's Hunter. I call her Gibster. <laughs> her name's Hunter Gibbs. I call her Gibster. She was like, I don't know who the Judds are. She said, your mama has failed you drastically if you don't know who the Judds are. So she was like spending all this time with JC teaching her about all this music. And, you know, and that is crazy because you do think of people when you hear songs. You just yeah. think of those moments. There's no way to not trigger that. Um, oh, my gosh. Outlaw Woman. Any version of it, whether it's um, the original or if it's the remake with Alan Jackson. I'm going to definitely think of driving around with one of JC's horse trainers as one of my best friends growing up in his white dooley going to some horse show. We only listened to that song when it was late at night. So we never listened to it when the sun was up. It was always dark. I mean, just stupid things like that. You just never forget it. And so Waffle House is huge down south. And I hate that we don't have them out here which we've already told y'all the story about me taking Jen to the Waffle House for the first time on Valentine's <laughs> Day. But now I've been there twice. Yeah, you've been there twice. But we would always go to the Waffle House really late at home. And though that's another place where we always played songs. But let's talk about like new stuff, new stuff that's really getting me. I have fell in love with Whiskey Myers. Okay, I 100% I agree with that. Like Cody <clears throat> Cannon, oh man, your voice is just... Like I could just, oh, I can't even explain it. So good. So when I first started working here, before I actually started working here, the first time I came here, Chad was playing it. And I was just like, oh, this is great. And I felt like that was an easy way for me to get into country music. But he's and, not really And that's country. what everybody says. But to me, like that's country music. Yeah. Right. But that is rock and roll at its finest. And yeah. I love it. I love his songs. Mud, I love that album. Like I could go on and on about Whiskey Myers. I can dig some Whiskey Myers right okay, now. Okay, so Stone is a massive song for yep. like my little bird dog and bubble. And there was not a road trip that I've been on since that song came out that I didn't like overplay that song because it would get me down the road. So those late nights when I was driving by myself and I was so tired, I'd crank that song up and then. The first trip, which, you know, like when I met Chad, I didn't know about all this stuff. Like I listened to his podcast or whatever. But when we met at camp, we were sitting at some bar in Wisconsin over cheese curds. And he like dished out a line from that song. And I just said the next line. And I'm like, I just love this dude. Because I'm like, he totally gets that as my favorite song ever. And it has meant so much to me because there was a lot of long, long, long days, you know. 14 18 hour drives in one day and so anyways i just love that and then for i had no idea that he was such good friends with cody and and then i got to uh, he surprised me using <clears throat> whiskey meyer song for my podcast with all american wing shooting and i'm like oh my god i just feel like the luckiest girl in the whole wide world and they are sweet he, he and Haley both are really really precious but let me tell you I love John Party, and I will never forget in Nashville, I'm like, you got to know John Party, you got to love John Party, and I love his songs, that is another one, like his California album, over and over and over, we've played that at the barn, on horse shows, long drives, just cleaning house, I don't care, like his, he just, he's a party man, party is a party for me, okay? I've been to the party's house, and we had a party at their house, and absolutely, I agree with that one. So this is what was cool <laughs> about him, and this is what I want Chad to do here, or in the long run, I want to do with myself, because again, I have 3,000 plus CDs. What am I ever going to do with them? 
he has this big, huge barn um, in his backyard. And in that barn, he has a jukebox. Yes. And it's like, and it has, it, and it's all over the spectrum. You think that all that he would be listening to okay. would be country music. But there is everything in there. So I love Chase Rice so much. And he's so sweet to Taterbug. And the, he has the same thing at his house. And he grew up with it. And he talked about it on the podcast with Chad about growing up with this jukebox in their house that used to play like oldies and stuff. Yeah. And so they still have it. And I'm with you because it keeps those generational memories alive. And then you make even better memories with the same songs because it brings back a memory. And then you're building on it with the next generation stuff. Yeah. And I love that he talked about that because I never really thought about it until I was like, oh, my God, Chase talked about that on Chad's podcast. But I definitely want a jukebox. I definitely want one. Nashville people, of course, are going to keep up with music. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like everybody kind of keeps up with music. We do need a jukebox. How do we not have a jukebox here? It's hard to fall in love with new stuff when I think the stuff that comes out today is so much like what we've heard before. Okay. Well, that ain't true because you need to (laughs) listen to Miranda Lambert's Palomino and um, that, like, that is just my absolute favorite. So I'm not a singer. I'm actually like... I'm I am a singer, but nobody wants to hear me sing. Right? <laughs> that's, that's how I am too. That's how it is. And I have a blast, me and the girls. Well, um, Miranda came out with this new CD, and my my like I just fell in love with acting up. I was like, oh my god, this is so my song. Like I try to behave, and I'm all like put together on the outside and all the stuff, and on the inside, I'm just like wanting to have a good time all the time, doing whatever we do. Mm-hmm. So. And, like, I'm not politically correct at all. So this song was just, like, in the moment, everything that was going on with careers and just politics and all this stuff, I just loved it because it's brought out the rebel in me, and it kind of validated that, right? <laughs> so, and then and then Raisin Taterbug in music, she just wants to play. She wants to be Hannah Dasher so bad with her outfits and all the glam and the glitter and everything, the big makeup and all that stuff. I just love it. But I'll tell you Oh, and I don't I know you want to talk about concerts later but we've been to some really cool concerts this summer and I will tell you that Chase Chase Rice in um, Vegas we were there together that was so hard to freaking beat oh my god it was so good that was good <clears throat> but then where did we see Party at Sturgis no before that Sacramento oh my gosh I will tell you that was the best concert I've ever seen Really? Oh my God. It was so good. It was so good. Well, then we were in Tahoe and watched Eric Church, and I forgot how many songs that he sings. So I have this playlist on my Spotify account because I was a competitor and just, you know, starting a business and a female life and all this stuff. You got to have your pep up songs, right? Yeah. So it was like all about me songs where I was like, get in my killer mode. I got to go slay something. Yeah. And there's a lot of Eric Church on there that I forgot about. Like Mr. Misunderstood. Who can't identify with that? Jen's like, I don't know me. what you're talking about. I okay. So part. we're going to give Jen sorry, some Mr. homework. Church. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is so good. And I like forgot about it. And so I'm sitting there watching him play. I'm trying to be present and in the moment. But I have like having like slideshow in my brain of like all the things that that song is triggering. And his lyrics, like, no, I can write like him. It's just so freaking good. Well, we get, he just but, came up with a new one, too. A new, new song. It's unreal. Unreal. You got to listen to it, Jen. 
Well, tomorrow we're playing music. I'm okay. playing music all day long in the Please. house. I'm gonna. I hate that. Like when usually when there's nobody there, I have my Deemer box. Which Deemer <clears throat> box? Awesome, awesome product. If you guys don't know about Deemer boxes, uh, you guys can take them anywhere, charge them up, throw them in the water, have them at the beach with you. You don't have to worry about any of that kind and of stuff. And they're water sealed, so you can throw your phone in there and take you it with you. Throw your phone in there. You can throw some beers in there. I mean, <clears throat> literally great product. But I would turn the Deemer box on in the house and be rocking out. I believe in, in that too. By myself, but I don't ever want to bother anybody when other people are there. But spe- I say we could talk about shows because I was going to try and keep this a little bit of a shorter podcast. But if I go down it, since I've met Chad, I've been to more shows in the last two years than I have been in the last twenty years, and that is a <coughs> perk. Like to me, that's like top of the list perk. Like I want to go see all the shows we've seen. Kid Rock, and people are like Kid Rock. Kid Rock is probably one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. It was so entertaining. Like, you couldn't sit down. You knew every song that came on. Like, everybody was going nuts. But um, I've also seen bands and singers that I've never even heard of and had a flipping blast. Yeah. But if I go down the line, honestly, and really think about the best show that I've ever been to, and this is a great story, um, the best show that I ever saw in my life was Carlos Santana opened up for the Rolling Stones. Oh, and man. I lived in San Diego and I hadn't <clears throat> seen and I had I've seen some big bands in my life. I mean, I've been to hundreds of shows growing up in Los Angeles. Like you really had the ability to go to see anybody because everybody came to L.A. at some way or shape or form. Yeah. At some event, there was something. So I live in San Diego and um, I already have two jobs and the Rolling Stones, I knew were coming to town <laughs> and it was sold out. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I got to see the show. Well, come to find out my roommate's boyfriend worked for this stupid security company that was going to be doing security at this show. So I get a job with them. I get a job with them all just in hopes that they're going to have me work the night of the concert and sure enough it comes i had to work a handful of crappy tournaments golf tournaments and all this <laughs> stupid stuff in between but the night comes for the rolling stones concert and i am so excited and they put me so close in front of the stage like literally mick jagger is standing right above me at one point because i was like maybe 10 rows up at the most and the and the stage would like come off the sides well it starts raining at the very beginning of the concert and this is an outdoor stadium so down in san diego it's the old um, charger stadium qualcomm so it's all open it's pouring down right now carlos santana stands at the back of the stage and he's sitting there like with his back to the audience because he didn't want to get wet playing the guitar still great music right i love santana that reminds me of my mom but the stones come out and it was like, they didn't care if it was raining. It was the biggest party. And I What had, year was this? This was like <clears throat> 1998. Oh, okay. 1990, like 1998, yeah. And it was just amazing. Amazing. <clears throat> now, the show was great. The people that I was in charge of were all super awesome. I was partying with them the whole time. Never would have thought I was actually working. I didn't act like I was working at all. <laughs> I was just having the time of my life. Now, the end of the show comes and they turn the lights on. And the Stones played forever. Like, they played for like three and a half hours that night. It was amazing. The lights come on. 
they turn on the lights to the stadium and the stadium is thrashed. Now, the company that I work for, they got the contract to be able to do this show by saying, yes, they would clean the stadium after they were done with the show. And if you would have seen the mess that these people made, I just looked at my roommate and I was like, well, I got what I wanted out of this job. And she looks at me, she's like, same here. This is pretty awesome. We both go up to the boss and we're like, we quit. Bye. And we no. get in the car and drive away. <clears throat> You're terrible. But that was the whole reason I got the job was to go to that show. Jen. And it was a terrible job. It was a terrible job. And I had no problem. And I was 18. Like, come on. I had three I jobs at Stones. that moment. Believe it or not, you're going to be like, what? You went to the Stones you, you concert? You lie. I went Name in like song. 05 or 06 at Phillips Arena in Atlanta. And I remember thinking, these guys are so old. They are amazing. Amazing. Um, like they didn't and they stand probably still. probably in their late 60s when I saw. I saw, I saw Jim. Um, <laughs> let's see who else. You're that I would that I would surprise you with. I went to Tom Petty in South Carolina. Oh, see, that's one I never saw that I really wish I would have seen. Him and Prince are I both two people I wanted to really see. <clears throat> concerts I really wanted to go to, and I didn't get that chance. No, but but the Stones, I will never forget how much fun that was. And the lady, there was this lady sitting for me. It was her birthday. And she was part of the family that has, like, the state park. Well, I guess it's, I don't know, it's deemed a state park, but um, it was her family's from where I was from. And we got to have so much fun that night and celebrate her birthday. And yeah, and I stayed in touch with them for forever because we had so much fun at the Stones. Oh, so awesome. It really was amazing. It's a great show. I'm mm -hmm. glad that I did it. Like, I'm glad that I did everything I had to do to get to that point. Well, you can't um, be Southern and not love Alabama. And Alabama, I love Alabama. Oh my God, Alabama played Alabama. at the state fair every year and i was showing holsteins and so i would go to their concert in high school and then i didn't get to see them and then chad's like they're back on tour i'm like oh my god we have to go that was a, such a hellacious tour for us yeah on all the stops that we had but it was probably the last time that i would ever get to see them on stage and so i'm so grateful that i got to do that Jamie Johnson. How in the world can we not I've talk seen about him twice. Jamie Johnson? Three times. I've actually seen him three times. Not only is he just incredible, his band, his musicians, yep. the way he orchestrates everything, like you can't put it into words. Like it's yeah. really cool to hear these people on the radio and to connect with lyrics. Yeah. So I saw, so I've seen him twice, three times now. Um, only one time was with his band when that first time I met you. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you came out here and we had that great time and we were like on stage with them or not. I mean, we were, but nobody could see us. <laughs> I saw him with Randy Hauser again. I saw him with Randy Hauser. Holy smokes. Randy Hauser has been my favorite for forever. Those guys can jam. Yeah. Like I just want them in a room by themselves. Well, I didn't know no who either one of them big were mics. when Chad and I were driving home from our cross country trip and we just happened to see on the side of the the street there's a giant billboard that said two nights only Jamie Johnson and Randy Hauser at um Graceland. And Chad was oh saying on God, the way. Oh my God, cool was that in Memphis? Chad was saying on the way, on the way to our cross country drive, he's like we're not stopping. <clears throat> Excuse me. We are not like going to do the touristy stuff, but on the way home, we could do whatever you want. And I was like, I want to go to Graceland. And we oh, just Graceland happened is to amazing. see 
that sign. Yeah. And it was like, so we saw them two nights, but it was just the two of them. So it was just the two of them playing acoustic. Oh, and so they're there was so no band. good together. God, and it was so two, good I, we, The first show, Chad and I were backstage, which is an amazing experience to be backstage. But I would rather be in the crowd watching a show than side stage, backstage, anything, because you get to enjoy the show. The second night I went, um, we went with our friends Ben and Mary Jane, and me and Mary Jane oh got my to gosh. sit out front. Oh, and we she's saw the, the show. one that got Taterbug on vinyls. Mary Jane did. Um, See, Mary Jane needs to contribute we had to the Tater's best time. Fund. And then we saw Jamie Johnson here, and that was with this full band. So amazing! They're I so had good. Such a great time. Uh, I mean, we've been we've been to them. I've seen them. I've seen some of the best of the best. I've seen some of the worst. Um, my all one of my all time favorite bands is Black Crows. I've seen the Black Crows four times now three three times now because i was gonna go this summer they came to reno and the tickets were out of control expensive but that's probably one of my favorite bands i could listen to the shake your money maker album every day so i had a five disc cd player and that was one that always lived in there so it's like certain albums like i wouldn't move or change out of that that one Beastie Boys, License to Oh Ill. my gosh, yes. Um, and then Bob Marley Legends were all three CDs that lived forever in my five-disc CD player. And then the other two could get swapped out for whatever mood I was in. So, uh, um, what's another band? And this is one that... Randy Hauser just came out with a song that I tell you what, it was about cowgirls or something. And um, <clears throat> it was amazing. JC's obsessed with his Rub a Little Dirt on it. But I'll tell you, like... There's not a, there's not just a more stellar voice than Jamie Johnson, but he doesn't get enough credit. I'm thinking today's country music listeners about his writing. No. I don't think people understand the songs that he has put together that have become hits for huge people like George Strait, even you yeah. know. And so, like I have become more obsessed with music, even though music growing up was such an iconic thing for us because i've never watched a lot of tv so it always is attached to memories and then traveling with horses and stuff we were just always on the road and that was always playing in the barn like we just left the music on for the horses we left the music on for the dogs so it was just always playing but now to get to see this side of it just like you it's like to have these experiences and understand the backside of music and how nashville works and how these people play and then to be at the palace know the history behind the palace and in this like tradition and um legacy that barrett hobbs is still keeping in nashville is just it's so cool to watch it and taterbug is saying there i'm like yeah i don't know if i should be bragging about my eight-year-old <laughs> sings them a bar in nashville but it's legendary and so she's getting to take guitar lessons from this iconic guitarist out of nashville and all this stuff is just it's just a part of our everyday life i just love it i don't know what we would do without music i don't i don't even want to think what i could do what i would do without music because music again it heals the soul it gets you where you need to be it helps with sadness it helps get through tough days it helps get you get you pumped up for things you need to get pumped up with like the days i gotta clean my house nobody wants to clean their dang house you and put I, on acting up you put acting up on repeat so <laughs> you're gonna have that house done in no time see i'm a little bit different on that one but still i'm gonna play some ice cubes <laughs> and i am gonna get that I, 
I could do it, put my back into it. Like literally, <laughs> I will be busting those floors like nobody's business. So I, music is an understatement, I think, for some people who just don't get, they just don't get, they just don't get it. Like they just don't get how important it is for music. Music literally heals the soul. Oh my gosh. So Jay-Z's you know like 20 and she's a cool kid or whatever <laughs> and so she has to go places with grandma and papa because she's super close to my parents and they never turn the radio on they're like we finally get to just sit in silence we just want silence my dad's starting a business and he's in over his head in retirement and so she's like i don't understand how i'm supposed to go on like a four-hour ride with grandma and papa and they don't even listen to music or when she was in dc she rode with them or whatever and so it's like well I'm with you, but my dad loves music and he's like you. He knows all these rock bands. He was a drummer, all that stuff. So he thinks it's super cool. Um, But yeah, like my mom's not into it. She thinks everybody is the Eagles. So we, <laughs> so, so we play oh music trivia with her when we all get together and we like force them to turn the radio on. We're like, okay, Grammy, name that band. And she's always like, the eagles uh, and then she's like the eagles and we're like we're gonna literally throw you out of the car if you don't come up with just another option you know but yeah it's, she thinks everybody's the eagles it's hilarious that's funny because my best friend <clears throat> when we were growing up like she didn't know any rock and roll and me that i literally like oh gosh i could go on leads up and hands down best band ever 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 in this world but <laughs> i would try and teach her about rock and roll all the time and i'd be like who's this and like she would like get it wrong I'd slap her hand be like no <laughs> this is not so and so like who's this and she'd be like acdc i'd be like what am i teaching you like this is not it doesn't even sound like acdc but i would go on and on and on trying to teach her but now she does really well did you ever get into jazz no okay so i was a musician i played the piano for like eight years and i played the clarinet and i love jazz music and and I got away from listening to it. But there was one thing that I would leave playing around the house because you don't always know the words to that. And so it's not distracting. Like sometimes if you're just shuffling songs and your favorite song comes on and you're supposed to be working, <laughs> sometimes you can get distracted and would rather have a dance party or whatever. Or at night when I was cooking dinner or whatever, I would I would play jazz. So maybe we adopt that around here too. I don't mind. I don't mind listening to some classical. Like, I really don't. I don't want to go classical. I can I mean, listen to some classical. Like, I, so I can't handle when it's so quiet in a house and we're sitting at the dinner table and um, all you hear is everybody chewing. It, like, it grosses me out. Yeah. So I always throw on the Alexa because we have an Alexa in our oh, living yeah, room. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've had dinner so at I'll your house. So I'll throw that. I'll throw the Alexa on. And a lot of times I put on just classical music just because it's calming nobody has to like understand the music like it just changes the atmosphere of the room i agree and before covid we were big time cruisers like our family we always did cruises and that was so much fun because you don't have to think on vacation they just tell you what to do and you just go have a good time and everything's done for you it's really nice my dad and i would always end up at the jazz bars and so that's just another thing when i hear certain songs i think about these special times with family and getting to enjoy like music with my dad yeah i have to both of my parents though my both of my parents had great music um tastes growing up so and they always had my dad had vinyls forever he had so many vinyls 
And um, I'm bummed that they all got lost along the way with all the craziness of our life. My mom up. sold them in a in a yard sale. I remember her yeah. selling vinyls and eight tracks at the yard sale. And now we're having to rebuy everything that she sold when I was Hallie Joe's age because now Hallie Joe has to have them. Yeah. Because she's like, yeah. she learned three chords and in in her first thing she says, oh my gosh, I can play real songs just knowing three chords. I'm like, that is a song. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, so. but it bumps me out that I don't have those to hand out. Me my too, because my dad had the best of the best, and then the same thing. Like when he moved on from vinyls to CDs, again he had three hundred CDs of some of the greatest albums. I ever. can't believe that. And I threw again, those all got. You're making me living regret right so, now. Well, I'm I'm not living in regret because every CD that I ever owned, I kept, and my husband had just as many as I did along the way. And I still have all of those. And one day I'm going to figure out what to do with all of them so I could actually listen to them, whether it's go get a jukebox or yeah, you need you know, to get, get them all transferred onto, I don't even know. Jukebox is the of... best idea. Yeah. It's such a good idea. So Miranda Lambert has another song called Vagabond. We'll listen to that one tomorrow too. <laughs> um, And because i've been such a gypsy my whole life i'm like you don't need material things in life like just keep what matters the most it can fit in so many boxes that's all you get we're gonna just have the simple life and i felt good about that until you make me feel like i just threw (laughs) memories away (laughs) oh man but i mean it's just some some of these kind of things like like i have two boxes for my kids of things that i've saved for them i am not a clutter person at all. I can't handle it. Me neither. I don't like things on my kitchen counters. I don't like things under the bed. And I feel like my life is slowly but surely becoming that because now my mom lives with me and she's always been like a clutter bug or some people. My mom keeps everything. She's like, how do you get rid of Hallie Joe's art from preschool? I was like, because it's preschool. She's going to make a million more things before. So before, before, my house was always very organized and clean, but the longer that she's been with me, I notice like piles of things in corners and on, and on my dr- drives me absolutely crazy. So I go through everything about once a year and have a garage sale and just get rid of, but I do have at this point two pretty big boxes saved, but the boys are 15 now, you know, it's, so it's not like I saved every piece of everything that ever came. Yeah. I saved the important things. I didn't save all their baby outfits, but I saved maybe four baby outfits that I'm hoping one day maybe they'll have a son they'll be able to give to them something like that like I saved the important things but I saved all the CDs which I know I regret those are gonna go to somebody not quite sure who it is but music it saves the soul it heals they even did a study in the Smithsonian where they put two plants in these glass boxes I don't know if you ever saw this like on Instagram or Mm-mm. it was on the news even at one point. So they put two plants in these glass boxes. Now they both got fed the same, watered the same, same amount of sunlight. The only difference is, is that one heard music had hard, like screaming music. And the other one had soft, like classical, happy okay. kind of music. The one with the screaming music died, like just slowly started to die when the other plant flourished. And I think that is a perfect sign of who we are as people. When you listen to, you know, even if it's just, I'm not going to say 
screaming music is bad. Is it for me? Absolutely not. But I need my heart to go into that music. Right. I need my heart to be in that song. I need to connect with it somehow. And I think that that's what music needs to do. Well, some people say that those songs have meaningful lyrics. I don't know. I can't listen to them either. Even when I work out, I don't want that. I could work out to John Party. Well, to me, music is medicine. Me too. And it's too. the best kind of medicine. So. And music can bring everybody together. Yep. Everybody, like, you can always bond over music. So, this was so fun. This is fun. Music is great. So, yeah, did we go over all of our favorite people? Um, I mean, I can go on and on and oh on. Oh my about gosh, let me people. tell you something that I saw. We talked about um, Mary Jane and them. So, they posted about Adam Hood's new song, and I know that Chad just went there without me in Nashville. We have his new album coming here to the, to the house. Oh my gosh. Okay. This new song is going to, it, everybody in the world is going to relate to this. It is called Bad Days Better. And it talks about just making your days better and just making personal choices. And you just look out for yourself. Because we've talked about this so many times about mm -hmm. like drama and all this stuff. And you just got to leave it. Well, Adam Hood sings Daggum theme song. Yeah. So and I believe if I'm right, Brent Cobb, who is very good friends with Chad and the guys that? here, I think he helped produce that. Bad, better days. Bad days better. I swear I saw a post about it today somewhere that Brent Cobb talked about I don't know if we can figure this out but that's another one Brent Cobb look we didn't give him enough shout outs and he's a Georgia boy and I love him I love he, him too so he um, so my son was going through something rough at one point and Chad was awesome and pulled all these amazing people together to kind of inspire Caden to keep moving on with music because music helps heal the soul, right? No matter how hard get, your life gets, how many, you always can go find your favorite album, listen to your favorite song. So um, Brent Cobb was one of the guys and he FaceTimed my son that night. My son played the guitar with him. I know, it was so sweet because y'all like, FaceTimed me yes. because I was in Georgia and we were all there. And Okay, yes, look it. It says right here. What do you do? Producer it's on his right. Instagram. Um, Adam Hood's new album, Bad Days Better, is out now. I was trusted enough to produce it. Oh, I'm so good, I'm showing up proud of how it turned out. And then it goes on about the story. And you got to listen to that song because no matter what music is your favorite, you're going to relate to this song. I love them. I love them both. I've actually met both of them and I've hung out with uh, literally at the, at the, that was, that was a kind of a big moment for me with Chad. I, I was like the first hunt camp. I didn't actually go to work. I went on a different note, but Brent Cobb was going to sing at this little thing. And I, so of course I had to do like the event for that. And I bonded with Brent Cobb on a whole nother level to the point at the end, this guy's like, you need to take my phone number. And I was like, and Brittany's there and she's like freaking out because she knew and again <laughs> I did not know who Brent Cobb was at the time because this was a whole new world for me and I'm like really he's like he's like yeah 
me and you. He's like, we're gonna, I'm gonna teach you about country music, and you're gonna teach me about rock and roll. I know. Get your phone. <laughs> get your phone and put my. And I'm like, sure enough, I have his phone number, and I texted him a couple times, just be like, like that night with my son. I'm like, thank you so much, man. That literally meant the world. Well, to and me. he has a real. Brent Cobb has an amazing gospel album out too that just came yeah. out not too long ago, um, and it was so funny because we took my dad finally gave him like a night out on the town because brent came to atlanta so jc drove my dad down and my dad had like a super fun night with all of us and and he and then and then we got him a vinyl for brent to sign and he signed it with sir and he was like i'm just not cool anymore (laughs) and i'm like yeah you are like you're still cool so it was so funny because he you know with his georgia manners and then my dad was trying to yeah. be like hanging out with the young guys but it was so funny but he is like that he's just a down home normal georgia guy yeah and it's, it's so fun that they live these lives and they write songs about their lives mm-hmm. and they are very similar lives to what we live and so i do i love celebrating them especially when they become friends of the family and it's super cool it it's super cool. cool to get to see that side of it because it's easy to just think that they're um, like celebrities or superstars and whatever, they but they live good, normal, whole, yeah, normal good, lives. Wholesome. I mean, I'm sure there's superstars out there that are too much to handle. They ain't gonna but show up anybody, in our hunt camp. Yeah, <laughs> anybody that I've met along this road has been more than gracious, more than loving, more than gentle. It like, makes I you just, love their music more, don't you think? It makes me want to even learn who they are first of all. <laughs> any of them are i know i absolutely i fall in love with the person before i fall in love with their music just because who they are because i think that that is so important because how you portray yourself and how you act is who you really are right and that's Mm -hmm. how the world is going to see you and if you're an amazing human right off the bat with someone you don't even know and you're bonding with them over some bs yeah at a duck camp Lodge, like Jen's like, you I've never even by all never means meant to be in my but life. But Hannah Dasher's the same way. She's another Georgia girl. There's a lot of good country music stars that come out of Georgia. But and Hannah and I talk about business. We talk about being females in and trailblazing our brands. And so well, like, we've wanted over something totally different, you know, and not even music. But it makes me love her music even more because I know her heart. Yeah. Y'all need to listen to Hannah Dasher if y'all need a laugh. She's she <laughs> is hysterical. Stand by your pan. I yeah. love that. She's a she's a TikTok fan, um, like celebrity too with her cooking show. But yeah, yeah. Anyways. I mean, that's just the whole thing. Is just, I guess we hunt and shoot and we hunt, shoot, run dogs and listen to music around here. That is like the essence of my life. That's well, the it. only thing that I do out of all of those is. Well, Jen coordinates is, everything and makes sure that we all. get and cook and, and listen to the music because that is what I like to do. So, um, but this was so much fun. We can continue fun. like on we and on. We can talk and about, about music all day, every day. So I want to go on and more about concerts one day. We've already talked about a handful of them that we've already been to together. Hopefully you guys send us messages more. about songs or people that we haven't discovered. Like I love like the Red Dirt Texas music and that's really where whiskey Myers from their texas family they you know they stayed in texas he's built his whole band right out of texas and so there's so much good music coming out of there right now like the um tyler childers movement everything from yellowstone 
Jen, do you watch Yellowstone? Uh, I watched Yellowstone before you watched Yellowstone, sweetheart. No, not yes. before. Just this season. No. No, no, no. All of that. Well, I started. I started the when it first came out. So I, I didn't. didn't watch this last I, season. I watched all of Yellowstone over like four days. Um, the entire last, the entire show because a new season was about to come out so then that me and my mom had to wait for that one weekly but three seasons I watched over Thanksgiving weekend when we were off Um, I have my brother was last in town last year it was the first year. time that you watched Yellowstone mm -hmm. yeah but I finished it before you did and then I told she you about did. 1862 1883 or 1883 <laughs> well it's because of the first year years ago I was still showing horses and we still had our hat maker um and and I reached out to him wanting a hat because I was filming a hunting show called uh um Gundog TV when we were pheasant hunting and I wanted this hat that was on that show. Yeah. And and the hat maker that was making our hats for horse showing made the hats for the first season of Yellowstone. So then I ended up with this whole hat company uh, made by Greeley Hatworks. So Anyways, Yellowstone, like, I love that show. And I did stop watching it. And then and then you told me, like, oh, my gosh, I got sick. And I was so bored. I was on my own nerves, not leaving my bedroom. And you're like, Yellowstone was so good. So I, I watched it on my Amazon Prime account. And it was addictive. Mm -hmm. And it still wasn't better. So then I watched 1883. And you were right. It was so good. And I love those old Western shows. And I think it's because of my love for old country music and just, like, that lifestyle the pioneer lifestyle i just but speaking of whiskey myers like yellowstone was all about whiskey myers yeah like literally in that first season that whole show that whole season, season was based on whiskey myers yeah like they were even playing in that bar at that one point oh my god love it i love it i love but. it too and so it's crazy how <laughs> like our world has just kind of all collided and we didn't know each other back then. Right. So it's really cool. It's really cool to have all these connections and the love of music, no matter what kind of music it is. One night, this is no lie, um, Chad and I were dating or whatever, and Jen had to travel with Chad from Reno all the way to the South. And I was already in the South, and JC was home from college, and she decided that she was going to sleep in my bed with me one night, and Jen and Chad called us. <laughs> We were on the phone for hours. We're like, we were on the phone for three awake. hours keeping them awake. And yeah. we sang a cappella country music. <laughs> Jen didn't know didn't one know word. Song. We sang but... for three hours and we are all terrible singers. And we had so much fun. And I will never forget that night because yeah. you and JC bonded yep. and like all this stuff happened. We had so much fun. We couldn't be together. We missed each other so much. And we sang songs. Yeah. Because that's what you do. That's what people. It. Yeah, I love it too. Love I love it. it too. This has been a great podcast. It's fun. Like music again. It is the. I feel like it should be in everyone's soul. When I you're feel missing like, somebody, just do what me and Jen did. Just call somebody. Yeah. Just turn on the radio. Yep. Just enjoy each other with some music. Again, I know I did it uh, last week when we podcast, but I'm gonna throw the same quote out there because okay. again. If you're a rock and roll lover, like right. literally my hands down, my favorite movie, and we're going to talk about movies one day, like okay. movies that have gotten us through hands down. My favorite movie is called almost famous. And it is like based of like seventies music, seventies rock, everything. It's a, it's an amazing movie. Okay. I'm going to watch but it. She says there's a character in it. Her name's Penny Lane. And she says one line and I just, always 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 go to it 
because she says, when you're sad and you're feeling down, just go to the record store and hang out with your friends. So it's just like so perfect because it's so true. Yeah. Right. It's a great movie. If you guys haven't seen it and you are about music, it is. And it has probably one of the best uh, sets playing in the music in the movie the entire okay, time. Too. I'm going to watch this movie because I've never it. seen it and report about it next episode. There you go. And then we'll talk about movies. OK. Movies that get us through. Yes. All right, you guys, this has been a fun one. We hope you so loved fun. it. Um, I we just threw up a contest. So if you are following us on Instagram, that's awesome. You'll see it right away. If you are not, we don't know what you're doing with your lives because we post <laughs> all the time and we are super cute. So right now we have a contest going on. We're just trying to include uh, trying we're trying to add to our listeners. We're trying to grow our Instagram. So if you go to 40 years to freedom on Instagram, it's also on mine right now. I'm sure Anna will share it by the end of the night on her social platform as well. But we're doing contests to be able to win one of our brand new free t-shirts. So your size, we'll ship it straight to you. Um, you're going to tag someone. And if they ended up following us, that's going to get you into win a free t-shirt. So we hope you're listening. Share it. Share it with your friends. And don't forget to send us your favorite tunes just in case we've never heard them. Absolutely. We want to hear everything about you guys. We want to know our listeners. Just like if you guys were our friends. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We will be back soon. And thank you to the This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast series for always believing in us and supporting us, supporting us, keeping us in the, in this this fun, in this amazing studio. So we're just happy to be here. Thank you guys and have a great night. Bye. Bye.